fantasy, 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 fantasy football. Andrew, I got some really bad news for you. What is it? They had a a, a reveal of it yesterday. How come you didn't text about it? Because I totally dropped the ball and forgot about it. But Sony um, tweeted something about pre-orders that ended up not being true. That, like, you can pre-order it? They said that that pre-orders would be available today, but all the pre-orders went live yesterday. What, dude? So, everything... Fucking classic inverted entropy, dude. Yeah, so everything sold out, so... How did no one, like, tweet, like, yo, guys, I was able to buy a PS5. Get them while well, they're yeah, hot. A ton of, a ton of people knew, but I wasn't, I wasn't clued in yesterday because I was expecting it to be today. You're not up on that. You're not like privy to the Japanese video game Twitter culture. No, I was just. It happened at like four you, o'clock, and I was working till six yesterday. You didn't get your notifications. In your, no, I didn't get any. It wasn't in I your mentions. Notifi- no, I wasn't plugged in. So now. Now I have all these these websites up that will supposedly make like a rooster sound if it's available, um, but I haven't heard anything. Do you want me to? Here's the rooster. Wow. So that that's supposed to play when any website has pre-orders available again, but it hasn't played today. So wow, Yeesh. I'm a. I'm I'm afraid that you and I are going to be camping out. I'm not fucking camping out. Well, it sounds like you don't want a PS5 then. Not that bad. I, I mean, mean, I'm still going to be able I'm to not... play all the same games on my PS4, right? Pretty much. Okay, so like... what? Realistically, if I'm not camping out and I don't have rooster websites... And I want a PS5. I'm getting it, what, next Christmas? No, I mean, a couple months probably. Okay, yeah, then I don't care. Well, when I say camp out, I mean get to a Walmart at like 3 a.m. That sounds horrible. 7 7 o'clock open. Yeah, that sounds awful. It's four hours of me and you just hanging out. Plus, I don't want to have to like fight like old women. They're like, I was here first. Give me that. Just yeah, I have okay. uh, I have some experience there. I did it for the Switch. Fighting old women? How no, many old women I, have you fought? So, I didn't fight old women. We did... So, this Walmart that I was at had two entrances. And one entrance was blocked off. So, everyone got in line at the other entrance. And then these two people who got there late just ran through ran through that entrance and got in line. So then I voiced my displeasure and made sure I got a switch before them. Um, um, which, You're not ready to do that? No, 
Which video game system was it that uh, like people were waiting in line for, and then someone like you know camped out, went in, got one of the few that they had, came out in front of everyone in line, and just smashed it? Oh, I want to say was how that, long ago was that, was that? Was that 360 or PS4? I mean, 360 would have been in 2005. So that that's the early days of YouTube. That checks out. Because I want to say I was in okay. college when this happened. Okay, well. That would have put me in high school. Yeah. So I want to say I was in high school when this happened. Uh, you would have been a sophomore. This is also like when um, the Harry Potter books came out. Yeah, the last one was 2007. The last Harry Potter book? Yeah. What was the Harry Potter thing? Like, the book came out, some person, like, fucking speed read it before most people had it, and they, like, would just drive by the lines of being, Harry so Potter they, died. No. Uh, so, someone was we need Aaron on here. Snape, with Snape's death. Oh. I forget if that was the sixth or the seventh, but Snape someone went died. around with a, a megaphone and was, yeah, <laughs> ruining that for everyone. Miserable Which people. Which is... Yeah, I mean, everyone was freaking pissed. Can um, we go back? <clears throat> can you isolate that rooster sound for the soundboard? Uh, and can yeah. we use that as, like, just anytime we want to drop some hot info? Okay, so Danielle just came over and told me to stop the podcast and said, you need to try these cookies. And they look like sesame seed buns why would so- you need to stop the podcast to try a cookie they're pumpkins from trader joe's but they look like sesame seed buns. hang on they're pumpkins from trader trader joe's they're yeah pu- they're pumpkins but they Pumpkin look like cookies. sesame seed buns and they're in yes. the end also cookies so you know you know like the mother's circus animal cookies mother's milk the pink and the pink and white milk of the poppy, the pink and yeah. white cookies. The hippos? Yeah. Yeah, so with those little like fucking that. poppy seeds on them? Yeah, so it looks like that, but the color of the pumpkin is a very dull orange, almost the color of a, a bun. Can you take All a right, picture and uh, and tweet it from the K-Wall podcast Twitter account? Definitely, Okay. So the cookie itself... Stop the podcast. How good is the cookie? It's like a ginger snap. It's like a frosted ginger snap. Sounds shaped gross. like a pumpkin with a little poppy seed um, sprinkles on it. It's very good. It's nothing I want. Sorry, I stopped the podcast for that. What were you saying? Um, Isolate the rooster sound. We can add it to the soundboard and use that whenever we just have like hot info, you know? Okay. Cause yeah, that's a good, that's it. a good like interrupter. Yeah. And then we'll be like, Oh fuck, what is it? And then you'll be like, yo, I just tried these pumpkins that are cookies from chodes and you know, it'll work. So let me just search rooster on my instance. Um, w- re- yeah, let's, uh, oh, w- one thing I wanted to bring up, I meant to bring it up on the last episode, which you've just conveniently been able to gloss over. I know, th- yeah, big news here. I know that you're the A or football team, but technically Greg gets to name your fantasy football team. 
Oh, yeah, because he's higher level than me in Destiny. Uh, he has a higher power. Yep. Uh, total, I guess you could call it. Yeah, so, I his, mean... His power level to, is higher than yours in Destiny, so he, he gets to name your football team. If he wants to come on the podcast next week and name my team, I'm, I'll allow it. Okay. All right, so everybody come up with some good ideas to send Greg's way about what we're going to name Keith's fo- what he's going to name Keith's football team. Um there yeah, I'll, I'll change it as soon as as soon as next week comes and we do the podcast. All right. Um there's good sports tonight. We put it in the chat. We're going to try to record on Thursdays like uh routinely. Because uh, my new schedule change kind of allows for that. Uh, Hell yeah! So we're gonna try to do Thursdays. Um, speaking of Thursdays and sports, Thursday night football tonight. I'm actually so I don't have any players in the game tonight, but I'm actually yep. like quite excited to watch it. Why is that? I don't know. Browns, Bengals, Joe Burrow. Browns. I'm just excited to watch. I want to see what's going to happen. You know, I want to see if Odell Beckham Jr. is going to do anything. I want to see if Baker Mayfield is going to do anything. Joe Burrow. I haven't seen AJ Green play football in like a hundred years. I, so I want to he, see how I want to see how Nick Chubb and um, that other guy are going <laughs> to should I shake out? What's his name? Kamal Harris. Nope. What is his Joe name? Biden. I want to see how Nick Chubb and Joe Biden are going to split the backfield tonight. Kareem Hunt. That's the one. Kareem um, Puff big Pumpkin Cookie. Should I start Tyler Boyd just so I have a rooting interest? No. I don't want to start Tyler Boyd. Well, I Boyd. mean, what are your other options? Uh, Jameson Crowder, but he looks like he might miss the week. What about Paris, Paris Campbell? Can't. Paris Campbell. Yeah, no. Start, start Paris Campbell over Tyler Boyd. What about James Robinson? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I haven't paid attention because I don't care. Okay, but definitely well, don't start Tyler Boyd is my answer. Right. In my other league, I have A.J. Green, so I'll like there, to, I want to see him play. Um, But there's also there's other good sports on tonight. The Celtics play tonight. Game two versus the Raptors. Yeah, can you believe... Versus no, the, the Heat, Raptors, the versus heat. Joe Biden. Can you believe they lost that game? Listen, I I fucking hate today's NBA. I hate it. I hate isolation basketball. I feel like I should have brought this up on a week when we had Greg on the podcast because he's our resident NBA expert. Um, I hate modern day... I hate the modern NBA. I hate isolation basketball. Game one... The game is tied, okay? Celtics have the final possession. They've got like, I don't remember, 25 seconds, let's say, 22 seconds or something. They have the final possession. The game is tied. The play they draw up is hold the ball and do nothing until there's 10 seconds left. Then then pass it to Jason Tatum at the top of the arc. He then dribbles in place about three feet behind the three-point line until there's no time left, 
and then just pulls up and tries to shoot a three-pointer with a defender in his face. I like. Uh, how is that the play that you draw up? Brad Stevens should be fired. One, it's one thing if you need three points. That's but yes. The game was tied last time I checked. You only need one point to win. And they so settle drive, for what is probably statistically the least likely shot that they'll make. Yeah, I think they're they're being a little too like risk averse there. And know, it wasn't even like it, it it wasn't even like a fucking play with off ball movement and like picks designed to have him pop open for a three pointer. It was just give me the ball, I'm going to dribble here in place, and then when there's no time left, I'm just going to fucking pull up from three feet behind the three-point line. Um, I'm going to fucking brick it. No, Brad Stevens should be fired for allowing that to happen. That's uh, pretty intense. You have to at least force the other team to play defense. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't care what the play is. I don't care if you're driving to the hoop. I don't care if it's like you're driving and then you're kicking it out. Just put pressure on them to play defense and maybe they'll foul you. And then you get fucking two chances to win the game. Sure. But no. Fucking dribble in place and pull up for an 800-foot three-pointer. It was... I, I could not believe what I saw. It's ridiculous. And I think Brad Stevens should be fired because of that. And I've never been a Brad Stevens hater. Well, let's see. Let's see how he does today. today. What I what I will say is, in overtime, when the final play was Jason Tatum driving to the basket for a dunk and he got blocked, like that's the play that you run at the end right, of regulation. Stop the, stop the podcast. All right, Nora brought me an inverse entropy uh, pumpkin. It's a white frosting with little brown sesame seeds. You believe um, that? I don't. It sounds gross. They both sound gross. I agree about Brad Stevens. Um, but no, that the the play at the end of double overtime or overtime, whatever happened, the play at the end of overtime when he drove and got blocked. How that's the play you run at the end of regulation. Nine times out of ten, on that play, you either score or get fouled. Absolutely. You know what I, I mean? Agree. Like, it's, but what I can't. A block. I can't. Yeah, it was great, but I can't get over Are that. Are the Heat for real? I can't no. believe the Heat are three games from the NBA Finals. No, they're not. Also, uh, is Jimmy Butler getting uglier? He's doing his damnedest. I mean, Marcus Smart used to easily be the ugliest person in the NBA. And, like, now I watch these games, and I'm like, Jimmy Butler is trying to be uglier than Marcus Smart. Now, who's the Joakim Noah is the ugliest guy in the NBA? No, he's not. He looks like Jason Momoa. No, he doesn't. Oh, who am I thinking He looks of? like his... Well, I mean, he has long hair and a beard, but he's skinny as hell, and his hair is all scraggly. So he looks like Jason Momoa in that Super Bowl commercial when he takes his muscles off? Yep. Yeah, exactly. that's still far more attractive than Marcus Smart and Jimmy Butler. We'll need to ask Aaron. Okay, we can do that. Uh, did you have anything else, or should we move on to the football? Let's move on. 
All right, so we're going to kick it right back into our standard format here. So that would be the last week look back. Yeah. Yeah. And so big, I told her, look back at it. Whoa. Look back at it. Whoa. Look back at it. Whoa. Then I put a fat rabbit on the crap medic. All right, the matchup massacre. Uh, Ayer football team versus Mark on sleeper. This was you. This was you getting fucking your shit pushed in. Mark scored 131.58 points, which was the highest on the week. And you scored 83.2, which shockingly was not the lowest on the week. That's a margin of 58.1%. Fatality. This is rough. It was, especially because he called you out before the the week. He got a little, like, high and mighty. I mean, he scored 130 points. Who gives a fuck? I think you cared about that a lot last year. Well, my team averaged 130 points last year. Yeah, well, guess what? No big deal. It's this year, motherfucker. This year, year, my team sucks. You think so, huh? You're just tilting pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the the Giants O line is much worse than I expected. Um, give it another little... give it another week. I couldn't tell if the Steelers defense was just incredible, or if the Giants offensive line was trash, or if it was a little bit of both. So I'd say give it another I week. Th- I think it's a little bit of both. I was really happy with Amari Cooper though. He had fourteen targets. Yeah, that's not going to continue. Uh, Not if my guy Michael Gallup has anything to say about it. Which, yeah, by I the way, know. all the fucking hate on Michael Gallup. Um, he beat Jalen Ramsey in that last play, and it was called OPI, which everyone in the world agrees it was not OPI. If he gets that reception, he's over 100 yards. So suck on it, Michael Gallup haters. Yeah, I don't know. Amari Cooper is still the one. That's all I care about. Uh, it also one, didn't help that my, my tie... Mike Tyden got one like one reception and then is just out for the year. Yeah, so. that that definitely does suck. And you did not draft two tight ends. I did not. All right, we'll I, we'll get more to your your mega tilting a little bit later on. Uh, right. Let's look at the ultimate upset. Uh, this was the double Dirk Dirks versus only butts for digs and stuff. What's that? Only built for digs on stilts. Um, originally projected for Quiche to win by one point, which I understand is uh, a 50-50 game, very close. But I think we had all picked Quiche to win, even though he was only projected to win by one point. Anyways, the double dare Dirks scored 120.5 and Quiche scored 100 point zero eight yeah and that's with getting 30 points from russell wilson yeah so let's talk about how they did it i'm gonna call this one picking the right raven 
because Keish had Mark Ingram, who only got him 2.9 points, but Doink had Mark Andrews, who scored 20.3 points. So I guess I could have called this picking the right Raven named Mark. Uh, they, honestly, they, they had about the same amount of bust players, but Keish only got a boom out of Russell Wilson, and Doink got a bunch of booms. So let's look at the closest competition. Uh, this was me, the Draconian Measures versus Tua Christian Lamb. Um, believe it or not, I scored 125.6. Bryce scored 113.64 for a margin of 10.5%, which was our closest matchup in week one. In week one, ESPN. Yeah, because Bryce scored that many points, he he went one and one on the week, which he's the only guy that lost but should have won. Oh, is that true? I thought someone else did. No, uh, Dom went one and one. He won but should have lost. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, yeah, so that was me versus Bryce. Um, basically all that came down to was that Raheem Mostert boomed and Brandon Cooks busted. That's really the only difference. I told Bryce not to start Brandon Cooks. Yeah, and he didn't listen to the podcast, and this is what he gets. All right? Yeah. Uh, So. F you, Bryce. We're doing Keith of the Week. Everyone's eligible except Mark. The Keith of the Week is. Mark! That's all I got. Mm, how, how do you? I don't know if that. I don't know if it. that uh, is going to line up with the drop at all because I wasn't thinking about it in my head. But um, Mark scored the most points in the league. What are you going to do? Keith of the week. Is he Keith of the week though? This is a strong message. All right, let's go on to the waiver waves. All right, so this is where I think we're going to get back to talking about your big time tilt. Oh hell yeah! After week so one, this is it. can you just tell us before we even get into this, how many fab dollars do you have left? Fifty six dollars left. Oh okay, that's fine. That's fine. Still over fifty. But d- yeah, I. You I basically expect- just you just drafted a whole new team after the first week. Well, yeah, well, I needed to make some changes here. Okay, let's get into it. So the big headliner of the waivers, Naheem Hines. This is incredible. Naheem Hines goes to Keith Jr. at $32. It's a big chunk of change. There were nine, is that right, nine? Nine, yeah. That means every person in the league put in a waiver claim. Except Curtis. Except Coitus. Um Yeah, so you, you you won at thirty yeah, it was good it was good. You won at thirty two dollars. Dirk how could this happen to me? Thirty one dollars. We gotta I come up with it. like a term for when you when you beat someone by one dollar in fab. We gotta coin a phrase for that. Um so Dirk at thirty one, I had a bid at twenty six dollars. 
which then was one higher than Dom at 25. And then we had Keish at 21, Greg at 19, Aaron at 11, Mark at 5, and then Bryce just continuing his stupid fucking $0 bids. Like, he, what did he expect? He thinks this is like a, some sort of cool strategy. It's, like, what, it's a waste of everyone. energy. Uh, so yeah, everybody except Curtis putting a bid on Naheem Hines. You got him. Feeling pretty good about that? Uh, 32 is a lot, especially with him just sort of being a third down back. But knowing that his quarterback is Phillip Rivers, who just checks down constantly, and yeah. we have the half PPR, like, I think he's an every week start for me at this point. Well, so $32 I, is a lot, but let me tell you, it's actually exactly the right amount. I mean, that seeing that someone bid 31 and I bid 32 and then nine people bid on him, it, it kind of gives me confidence in the move that I made, you know? Yeah, yeah. You would hate to bid $32 and then find out that the next highest bid was like 10. That would be that would be bad. Um, but you got him. Uh, next up, we had Malcolm Brown going to Quiche at $25 which was a $2 scoop on Greg, who had a $23 bid. So Greg bid more on Malcolm Brown than Naheem Hines, um, but still missed out. You had an $8 bid on Malcolm Brown. I had a $6 bid on Malcolm Brown. Um, so again, like justified the $25 from Quiche because Greg bid 23 So you got to pay up to play up, you know? Hell yeah. You know, Ked, you got a Benny Snell, the Dirk, at $20. And here's where we start to talk about a little buyer's remorse. The next highest bid was Mark at $6. Uh, and then you had a $5 bid on Benny Snell. So Dirk gets him $20. Uh, so, so Dirk really had to get him because he has James Conner. Oh, I didn't realize that. Um, That's fair then. But... 20 bucks still kind of sucks. Yeah, but that's fair. That's fair. I see what he was doing there. Um, so no shame. Uh, and then you just continued. You picked up Paris Campbell at $7, which I think is a fair price. Nobody else bid on Paris Campbell, but um, you want it, you got it. You also picked up Logan Thomas, who I'm assuming is a tight end, even though I've never heard of him in my life. Five dollars yeah. for Logan Thomas. He's a he's he's a tight end for the Washington football team. Oh, the A. He got eight team? targets. He got eight targets, and I just like that he was on he was on the football team. You know, he's on the fucking I, Redskins. I figured that I didn't need to spend any money on him, but like he's the guy I really wanted, and I he's going to be my starter. So I figured he's worth a few bucks. Well, uh, Bryce got a, a player with one of his $0 bids. He got Peyton Barber. So Yeah, Peyton Barber doesn't exactly excite me. Uh, he did get fucking seven. He did get 17 carries last week, but it, for only 29 yards, I think. Oh, tight, dude. That's fucking... Way to go, Bryce. Hey, that's pretty good. Um, and then, so that was all of the waiver claims. And then after waivers run, ran, Greg picked up Miles Gaskin. Keish picked up Robbie Anderson, which makes me a little bit nervous. And, uh, Curtis picked up John Brown, which I think is pretty smart. Yeah. 
Robbie, I was going back and forth between Robbie Anderson and Paris Campbell, and ultimately, I went Paris. Um, but I'm nervous too. I I would have in your position. I would have gone with Paris Campbell. Um, Robbie Anderson makes me nervous because I'm the DJ Moore owner. Um, and I just hate Robbie Anderson because I think I've owned him twice before. And it's always just like, he sucks, he sucks, he sucks. He gets 100 yards and a touchdown. He sucks. He gets 100 yards and a touchdown. He sucks. So it was like super frustrating to be a Robbie Anderson owner. But that was in the Jets offense. So he always had the talent. It just seemed like they never knew how to like put it all together. So that's why I'm like nervous that super talented guy, new offense, competing for targets with my top pick wide receiver you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying i it's tough to know like because this could just be one of robbie anderson's flute games or he could have leveled up you know how do you feel about me making no waiver claim like well i made a few claims but no moves uh, um no successful claims no moves I mean, clearly your team did all right, so you're in second, right? So I, I'd be feeling good. If I'm looking at your team, my only concern would just be Raheem Moster. Like, he didn't get a lot of use in the rushing game. Like, he scored all his points in the air. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about Raheem uh, just because Jarek McKinnon was a little bit more involved in the game plan than I was expecting. Like, there were a lot of designed plays for Jarek McKinnon, uh, which I don't love. Um, but, I mean, Raheem the Dream is going to get it done. All right. Tevin yeah, Coleman's a bum. I, I wouldn't. I definitely trust Mostert to be have be somewhat productive. I'm like starting this. him this week. So, um the two players that I was would be willing to get rid of were Chris Thompson and Brian Edwards. Is that his name? You're, Brian Edwards? You, yeah. You're ready to not give Brian Edwards another week? No. I mean, I if for like the right player, I would have been willing to move on, but I'm not like upset that he's still on my roster because he had like a shit ton of snaps. So I, totally cool. I with, would – Riding him out for another week. Same with Chris Thompson. He was only he, Chris Thompson had like two snaps. Like wasn't involved whatsoever. But I'm not instantly throwing him in the trash. Like let me see another he, week. He literally had no rushes. Let me see another. James I don't expect Rob- him to. Well, James Robinson had every single rush for the the Jaguars last week. I'm expecting Chris Thompson to get like six six targets a week, and I'm hoping that he catches five and gets like sixty yards off of them. Yeah. You know, and then scores a touchdown here and there. We'll see. I'll I'll keep him around for a little bit longer. Um, sure. Let's. Oh, stop the podcast! Danielle brought you an inverted entropy cookie. No, she's in here with Nora because Nora's supposed to be taking a bath, but instead she's doing she's building a bridge. You remember in PE when you like? Yes. Go, let's move on to the power rankings. The power is yours! 
All right, let's go. From the top to the bottom. Okay, so number one, I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, Mark, he scored the most points in the league. Uh, he had a really strong performance from Josh Allen. Um, and, I, and I think Josh Allen was one of his bigger question marks. Not that Josh Allen was ever going to be bad, but the question was, like, how good could he be? And it looks like, you know, he could easily finish as, like, a top five. Yeah, well, definitely I mean, top 10 quarterback. Greg called him an unknown entity, I think he called him. Yeah, he's definitely unknown. Um, you know, I I love Josh Jacobs. I hate that Mark has him. <sighs> but I think the I think the biggest thing that puts Mark as number 1 is just the the fact that Jonathan Taylor <sighs> now has no competition for the running back one on the yeah, Colts. Sucks. That sucks. That so, sucks. Put in like a sad. Put in like sad music here. That sucks. Yeah, I will. Um, is that I? I certainly did not pay attention to your power rankings last episode. So is that a riser? That's a riser. <laughs> uh, number two. Uh, I had a hard time picking between two teams, but ultimately I went with. Your team, Draconian Measures. The the 2020 Draconian Measures. I think you have a very very solid starting lineup. You know, there aren't really any obvious weak points besides Michael Gallup, I guess. But you you seem to have a lot of confidence. Get the fuck out of here. What did Michael well, Gallup I, finish last year as? Like the wide receiver eight or something? Get off his nuts, yeah. bro. All right. Well, I just could see Cortland Sutton overtaking him. Sure, but yeah. Like, but then he got hurt like a little bitch boy, so now I'm stuck without that versatility that yeah. I was really I would, I would say, yeah. excited about. I mean, Matt Ryan's probably your biggest weakness, and he threw for 450 yards last week. So I think he got a good team. That's my boy. I need... Yeah. Uh, Kenny Galladay to come back so that Matthew Stafford is a startable asset. Yeah. Okay. That absolutely he could emerge as your starter. Um. All right. So number. So you were a riser. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Uh. Number three. Um. Burrow it in deep, Aaron. Wow. Um. Like a brass. She's got a strong. She's got a strong team. Um. I really like she has considerable depth at wide receiver. You know, I mean, she has Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Darius Slayton, AJ Green, Deontay Johnson, Sterling Shepard. Like, she's got a ton of depth at wide receiver. Deontay Johnson Um, and Darius Slayton looking a lot better after last week. Yeah, and then she's got CEH and Chris Carson and Melvin Gordon as her starting running backs. Like Tom Brady is her quarterback. I don't really trust number twelve. Uh, but other than Tom Brady, uh, but she has she has Burrow, so he could emerge as a startable asset. I think her team's really good, and I think it's going to be. I think we're going to see her at the top half all year. Aaron had a surprisingly good draft minus when she drafted Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, absolutely. But other than that, it was um, pretty good. It was a good pretty draft good. and I think her t- I think her team's really good and I wouldn't be surprised to see her 
go far this year. This is a strong message. All right, so she would be a riser. Um, so number four, I have the team that was number one last week. Bryce is a faller. Um, he has a he has a very top heavy team, which I guess is normal with the first pick. And it's uh, good for women. Hell yeah, the Kessler um, memory hunters. Like I, I still like Dak as a QB. I think he was a little overrated in in the draft, but we'll see. Uh, you, you just hate the Cowboys. To, Sorry, you, would, you hate you the Cowboys to, passing attack. You'd have to respect any team with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, sure. He's got Aaron Jones. My concern is AJ Brown has a has an injury that may keep him out a few weeks. George Kittle mm-hmm. is questionable. Who's... I don't like that he's starting CD Lamb or Peyton Barber. You know, those those two starters don't make me feel great. And then Bryce's bench is pretty I think it's pretty shallow. Um Yeah, you're just really I solidifying mean, your hate of the Cowboys passing attack. That's fine. Who is Bryce's backup tight end? Um, he doesn't have a backup tight end. So oh no! We'll see. Oh no! But we suck again. Double doink! I got him at five. I think that's pretty close to where he was. I think he's a riser, but I don't remember. Um, the the big thing that 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 Dirk has is. He has Aaron Rodgers, who I think was really underrated for whatever reason. Like, well, I don't know why we're ever surprised when he succeeds. Because um, he sucked so he got last him. year. St- well, he sucked in some games, but still. Um, you know, Derek with Ezekiel Elliott, I think he ends up being a better pick than Saquon, unfortunately. Uh, Mark Andrews. Julio Jones, Juju Smith-Schuster. The big question mark is Snell versus uh, Connor. And uh, at, I think he's going to have a really strong starting running back. I just wonder if it's going to be clear who that is in the next couple of weeks or not. Well, I think like worst case scenario, he's going to miss out on like one week. It should yeah, be pretty it- clear. Yeah, it may cost him a week or two. Uh, certainly hurt him last week, but that didn't matter much. But yeah, I've got I've got Dirk at five. Double um, Dirk. I may just continue to be overrating this team, um, but I got Keish at six, despite a poor performance last week. Uh, he has Russell Wilson, and you know. Uh, I'm excited about Russell Wilson this year. Uh, he's got Derrick Henry, Todd Gurley, Tyree Kill, Chris Godwin. Um, the the big question mark for for Keish here is he has Mark Ingram, and I think Keish just needs to bench him and never start him again. I think he's going to be going full. I think he's going to be starting four wide receivers every week. Because Mark Ingram, I, I I just don't know how you can trust him anymore. Okay. Uh, I think he's a... I'm going to call him a stay. I have no idea. Safe. Uh, Is that what it was? Uh, safe? 
Safe, safe. Uh, safe, safe, Will. You're awesome. Uh, so number seven, uh, uh, I got Dom here. You know, I like everyone on Dom's team. Uh, Keenan Allen is kind of is shaky to me. Like, you know, he got drafted pretty high, and I just don't know that Tyrod Taylor can support. That guy sucks, uh, huh? Yeah, it, it's just not the right team for him. I, I don't uh, know what the the steel. I mean, the Chargers are doing, but I don't expect uh, Tyrod Taylor to start all year. Um, there's nothing bad about Dom's team. It's just he, his running backs aren't amazing. I don't know if I believe in David Johnson yet, and he's playing the Ravens this this week. So now I got Dom at seven. Okay. Um, number eight. Number eight. Uh, potentially my favorite uh, name team. Rugging one out. Okay. Um, Greg. The rug munchers. The rug munchers. The rug um, I'm concerned how into Greg's receiving core he is. Um, he has Mike Evans and Odell Beckham, and I think both of those guys are <laughs> concerning. Yeah. Um, but he has DeAndre Hopkins, who looks to be DeAndre you know, potentially. The best wide, re- yeah. I mean, the yeah. best wide receiver for fantasy potentially. I mean, he got I think sixteen targets last week. Um, and Henry Ruggs, you know, before he went down with an injury, looked like he was kind of going to emerge as a wide receiver one, definitely for the team. But I just mean like a startable asset every week. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Greg starting James White, and I just don't know if James White is, is as formidable with um, Cam as a quarterback. Okay. Greg All is right, pissed so at how long this is taking. The next two are definite fallers. Uh, maybe not. Maybe one of them. Number nine. I'm at nine. Brr, brr, uh, brr. Keith Jr. I am, I am tilting hard. I think my team's very shitty. Um, Don't you have Lamar Jackson? So I have Lamar Jackson. So my team is Lamar Jackson. So you start every game plus 10 on your opponent. Yeah, but I had Lamar Jackson last week, and I scored 80-something points. Yeah, but you had Um, Blake Jarwin die and something else happen, so you need to chill, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty happy with the – the free agent acquisitions I was able to make even before, like I got, uh, James Robinson, um, who looks to be like the clear, uh, number one option for the Jaguars just got Naheem Hines. Like we talked about. So I think my team's a lot deeper than it was previously, but there's just so many, players who make me nervous like Saquon makes me nervous Eckler makes me nervous Cooper makes me nervous Singletary like was a waste of a pick Tyler Boyd seems like shit so yeah your team sucks I don't know yeah it it didn't feel good when I was drafting it and it it didn't feel good after uh, scoring 80 points this week so I, I think that after winning it 
last year, I would be shocked if I sniffed the playoffs. But even after all that hate, you're still not in last place because there's one more well, I team. Didn't, yeah, I mean, I didn't score less than 70 points last week. Number but 10. Suck. Curtis is number 10. Um, I, I, I mean, what one a thing bomb Miles, this guy is, huh? I mean, Miles Sanders was out. Kenny Galladay was out. Yeah. Uh, T.Y. Hilton played like shit. Hayden Hurst looks to be like the fifth option in his offense. So I don't know that he's really a startable tight end. Oh, he had Michael Thomas yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. This is all just a stroke he, of really bad luck for Curtis. Yeah. Oh, he has Le'Veon Bell too. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Just. Yeah. Like. The Cruciatus curse all up on that yeah. ass. So do I think that he has the worst team? No, but it's really hard not to give him last place when all that shit happens. You yeah. Because nowhere to go but up from what, here. No, who knows when Michael Thomas co- coming back? I mean, Lev Bell is on the IR. Uh, it sounds like Miles Sanders is going to play. Uh, Kenny Galladay, I'm not sure about, but. For now, he's 10. All right. Let's uh, move on. All right. It's our week two preview. All right. Let's do it. First matchup is 2020's Draconian Measures versus Ruggin One Out. Let's just I pick. Mean, Greg's pissed what? at how long it's taking. I got you. Uh, I will. Uh, ooh, I feel like my team played well last week, which means I'm due to not play well. So I will pick Greg. Yeah, I got you. All right, next one is your Ayer Football Club versus the Double Dare Dirks. And I'm going to look for a big uh, script flipped here. I'm going to pick the Ayer Football Clubs. Yeah, I got Dirk. Hmm. He's got some strong... uh, He has like four green uh, matchups for his Yeah, don't get too bonered about those. Those are based off of one week. I know, but but still. You should look at my team. All of my matchups are red. All right, next matchup. Tua's Christians in a Lamb versus Watts in your wallet. Yeah, I'm going to be picking against Curtis until he gets some players back. Yep, so I'm going same. Bryce. Same, two Christian Lambs. Uh, then we have only Stefan Diggs versus Mark on Sleeper. That's the showdown, baby. Showdown. Um, this is simply the showdown because it's the closest projected matchup, and honestly, there are no storylines as of yet. So this is the showdown here. Stefan Diggs, Mark on Sleeper, who you got? Um, I got Mark because Minnesota just got fucked over, and Jonathan Taylor's coming to to run all over him this week. Scotty. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen gets to play the Dolphins. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think the Dolphins are are probably a decent defense, uh, you know, so we'll see. But 
I'm I'm gonna pick Mark until until he falls off his winning ways. Yeah, same. Pick a Mark. Uh, all right, last matchup: Burrow at deep versus the Mad Mermans. Aaron versus Dom. A couple of sleeper rosters here. I feel like. I don't like the choices that Aaron makes in life. Aaron is making with her her lineup. I don't know that I'd want to play Melvin Gordon against the Steelers. Ooh, that's um, tough. That's where she tough. has a very deep set of wide receivers. I may plug in AJ Green here or Deontay Johnson. Um, yeah, but with Devontae Adams and Ceh, and I just think her team is strong, and I'm picking her. Oh boy, um, I think I'm gonna pick Dom. I just don't know what his weakness is when I look at his starting lineup. I think it's running back. David Johnson and Joe Mixon? I'm sticking with Dom. You got Aaron. Okay. I just was sent a photograph of Christian McCaffrey wearing Calvin Klein underwear. It's like a GQ Photoshop photo shoot. How's his dick? It's being blocked by his leg. He looks pretty fucking lame, to be honest. I'm I'm Who? dropping Bryce to five in the power rankings. Who oh sent you God. this picture? Steve Stanvik. Now Why? here's now he's wearing a like a terry cloth robe, sitting next to a a a like rotary telephone. He's How's wearing his dick? boat shoes. Can't see his dick. He's blocking <laughs> it with his leg again. How do you block he your looks, dick with your leg? He. He looks really lame. Now here's him with a fucking longboard. Oh, I hate Christian McCaffrey. How's his dick? Bryce is sixth now. Game over, yeah!